0: You're listening to SBS News. A new COVID-19 subvariant is causing a spike in cases in some parts of the world, and experts believe it's likely already circulating in the Australian community. The new coronavirus variant has been dubbed Eris, or EG5.1, and was reportedly first detected in Asia. It is part of the Omicron sublineage and part of the EG5 group, which was listed as a variant under monitoring by the World Health Organization in July. Associate Professor Paul Griffin is an infectious disease physician and clinical microbiologist. He believes the subvariant has likely made its way to Australia, but has not yet been officially identified due to limited testing being done. He says ARIS appears to be on the rise around the world.
1: So this is exactly what COVID has done time and time again. It continues to change and evolve and cause new problems for us. And like so many times before at these early stages, we're still finding out more information. It's likely this one emerged in Asia or Indonesia uh, some months ago, but it's certainly increased in recent times with an estimate that it's perhaps doubled in prevalence over the last four weeks or so globally from just over 6 to nearly 12%, and it does look like it may be becoming the dominant uh, variant or subvariant of Omicron in a number of countries, including the United States.
0: EG 5.1 now reportedly also accounts for 1 in 7 cases in the United Kingdom. The latest data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in the United States estimates the EG lineage now accounts for 17.3% of the country's infections. Adrian Esterman is a professor of biostatistics and epidemiology at the University of South Australia. He says he expects a similar pattern will follow here in Australia. Eris appears to have a a bit of an advantage in terms of um, transmissibility and is starting to take over. The most likely thing that will happen is we'll probably see yet another peak of of cases coming up in the next few weeks, which will be due to Eris. So what are the symptoms of the new subvariant? Dr. Esterman explains. Eris appears to have a a bit of an advantage in terms of um, transmissibility and is starting to take over. The most likely thing that will happen is we'll probably see yet another peak of of cases coming up in the next few weeks, which will be due to Eris. Symptoms of the EG 5one subvariant reportedly also include a runny nose, fatigue and sneezing. Dr. Griffin says they appear to be relatively mild for most people.
1: In terms of what we know about it, one of the perhaps good things about it is it does look a little bit similar in terms of the structure, particularly of the spike protein, to be similar to XBB1.5, and that's a, a subvariant that's caused quite a few problems and it actually has a vaccine developed against it. So um, that certainly highlights why we need to look at rolling out that updated vaccine. And the other major thing about this one is there does appear to be a, a bit of a change in symptoms, and, you know, some of that may be impact of vaccination and past infection, and in its early days, but I think the main thing that a lot of people are talking about is it seems to cause fever a little bit less commonly than perhaps some other variants and subvariants did previously.
0: Should you still be concerned about COVID nineteen? Well, according to the latest government data, five thousand four hundred and thirty-one cases of COVID nineteen were reported across Australia in the week to the second of August. Dr. Griffin says because testing rates have declined, these numbers likely only represent a fraction of the cases in the community.
1: I think for many people, COVID is something that's certainly not forefront in their minds at the moment. We've obviously been through a fairly significant flu season recently, and the COVID numbers do seem to have declined in recent times. So I think for many people, they've lost sight of the significance of COVID.
0: He says while the pandemic is no longer considered a global health emergency, the threat has not gone away.
1: If we look at the global figures, there's still been over a million cases in the last four weeks, over 3,000 deaths. So while the public health emergency has been declared over and cases might be relatively low at the moment in Australia, it's clear that the threat hasn't gone away. And particularly as we see a, a new emerging subvariant that may lead to an increase in cases in our country, as it appears to be doing in others. So we just need people, I guess, to, to not completely lose sight of COVID, to know that our vaccines still work, our antivirals are still important.
0: For the elderly and those who have comorbidity factors, Dr. Griffin suggests having a COVID-19 plan.
1: And I think it's good to actually have a have a COVID plan. And that will include how to reduce their risk, whether that be through vaccination or other strategies. We've got some antibodies that can help with that, for example. And absolutely, those groups are the ones that should be prioritised to be up to date with their vaccines. But also to have a plan to how they get tested quickly, if they get symptoms, how they can get antivirals, whether that be COVID or flu antivirals, but also how to manage their medical problems at those times, because there are certain medical problems where that management might need to Change if they're unwell with one of these respiratory viruses. So I think having a COVID plan from your GP or specialist, being prepared uh, is going to be the, the main thing for the foreseeable future.
0: Assam Al Ghalib, SBS News.